0: Keep I know. Like... I always miss the... Uh, that's always <laughs> it is. Right.
1: Oh, and just because Kristen. All right. <laughs> Drinking out of cans. <laughs>
0: sophisticated. Ooh. I got an ice thingy, but mine's on the inside. Oh, no, it's not. What well, part of it is. What's happening here?
1: It's always better when it's on the inside as opposed to the outside. That way you don't drop it.
0: Lots of things are better on the inside than the outside, Brett. Yeah. Ah! I <laughs> just poured <down>. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up to you for your reaction, and then was no longer pouring it in my glass anymore. <laughs> yep,
1: the beer goes inside. Speaking of which, with the dumbass, <laughs> shut up. <laughs>
0: <Get a jerk. laughs> it's inside my pajamas now. And
1: uh-huh. jammies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yay couldn't, it was foamed up in my mouth. That's what she said.
0: Swallow Brett. Oh no.
1: Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across in the beautiful, the effervescent, the badass bitch back in the gym. Week number
0: four. Four.
1: Kristen Bloom. I'm
0: excited. At the end of this week, I'll have been going for a full month. How do you feel? Ah, actually good. I, um feel like a, not a ton, but a little bit more energetic and a little bit more motivated. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I look any different, but I feel like, I feel like certain areas starting to firm up a yeah. little bit. So
1: you feel more confident. I do. Do yeah. you regret it?
0: Terribly. Terribly, <laughs> no. terribly, regret it. No, I'm very excited. Actually, I was, uh, looking at it's more of
1: a joke for the audience. If there's one of you out there like me, that is trying to <laughs> convince themselves that it's okay to go to a gym in the middle of the coronavirus Pandemic. epidemic. Uh, I'd, Yeah. No regrets, son.
0: No. No regrets. No (laughs) regrets. No, I was thinking about uh, not right away, um, but adding like a yoga day or a Pilates day or something. Yeah. Since I only have to work out four days a week right now, so I have three days off. So I was like, I might add like some yoga, get (laughs) flexible and shit.
1: My mom is a huge proponent of the Pilates thing. I don't really understand it, but what's the difference between that and yoga?
0: Um, so I did buy a book for Pilates cause I was going to, um, attempt to start it at one point. I think my understanding was yoga is more kind of like stretches and stuff and mm-hmm. Pilates is kind of stretching with workouts and stuff. Like doing so I think, planks and stuff. I, I think some of the Pilates stuff does involve weights where yoga is more kind of building your flexibility of your body. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Pilates does involve a little bit of weights, but it is like stretching and working out. Interesting. Um, I think it's supposed to be, like, get your heart rate up a little bit yeah. more than yoga does. But yeah, I thought about incorporating one or the other so I could be flexible. Welcome,
1: and <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm down. <laughs> You're like, I'm down
0: with I'll you being you. more flexible. I'll
1: watch you do yoga. <laughs> Downward dog. Son. God <laughs> uh, damn. But we are quickly approaching a Montana winter, it seems. Woke yeah. up this morning, there's ice on shit already. <laughs>
0: yeah. And like... I had to give myself the most hardcore pep talk to even go do the grocery shopping at all yesterday, because <laughs> uh, it was 37 degrees at, like, 10 in the morning. I was yeah. like, ah, it's not going to get much better than this. Give me
1: back my fall weather. It was nice <laughs> when it was, like, 55, 60 degrees
0: outside. <laughs> I do like by midday when it finally warms up, it is still kind of nice fall. Like, you need a, a lighter light sweater, coat. maybe. Yeah, yeah, weather, but... Yeah, it's rough in the mornings around here, and it does not heat up until damn near five in the afternoon. Yeah, I like it though. But I, I foresee uh, a lot of chili and a lot of Baileys with hot chocolate in my future.
1: I'm fucking down.
0: <laughs> That's and, gonna be my life. Yeah.
1: Well, we're coming up. No, we already passed our one year mark in Montana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what we are coming up on. What are you know we what is on? today. today Today is episode motherfucking 150 son 150 hours this bitch is put up with me talking to her (laughs) we don't talk outside of the show just twice a week we meet up in the living room and we converse in our one-bedroom apartment
0: I'm just not a fan of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of me either. It's any consolation. People Aww. are, I don't like you. And it's like, join the fucking club. No,
0: that's the owner
1: weird. of this restaurant doesn't like him.
0: <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it, because we have... I'm i mean, not it's, liking
1: yourself No. no. It's a- liking 150 episodes, you
0: butt. <laughs> um, no, because we have, like, Legit, which we passed that marker a while ago, recorded more episodes here uh than we did before the move i think Mm -hmm. we only did like 40 something before the move so we've done over 100 episodes more in in, montana Montana, yeah which is wild because it doesn't feel like we've been here that long no like i know we started the production company at the beginning of 2019 so Mm -hmm. that's not been that long either but man it just seems like we've been doing it way longer and then i'm like we've been doing it here longer actually and it doesn't feel
1: like we've been here very long kids growing up quick
0: I think part of it for me, too, is that we um, did the dolls in 2018, and we hadn't formally decided to start a production company, but we had um, decided that that was a Nightmare Box production, so that was, like, the first thing we ever did together, but we hadn't, like established a company yet so for me i'm like oh we've been doing it for
1: years <laughs> i'm a veteran We're in the game of <laughs> oh, reality nope two years and still fucking figuring it out I did see... i've did. i been writing longer than i've not been writing in my life but i <laughs> technically two years into the
0: game <laughs> i did see uh that it was like back in september i think but the pop-up memory of us signing the legal pad on the yeah. <laughs> car at the back of the mat. <laughs> i was like oh good times there
1: we are <laughs> Okay. Show notes number one's probably in that box right over there.
0: Oh, that's a cute memory. I'm glad you took a photo of that day because I was like, oh, that was our business meeting. <laughs> of Outside officially. of our fancy diner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was our business meeting of us officially starting the company. So it's kind of a nice little memory.
1: Definitely a fancy diner. Definitely <laughs> not a ghetto-ass laundry fucking joint. <laughs>
0: I do miss that place sometimes. Oh, yeah. Though I
1: miss it all the time, just for the people watching aspects. Like, <laughs> I wrote some of my best shit in that laundry room because you can't leave, and you know, I'm not talking to those people. A lot of them are actively on methamphetamine. No, I'm good. <laughs>
0: I miss it because when we started going together, yeah, it was like a good hour of like just mm-hmm. having to work on our like stuff. Cause, yeah. yeah, you, you have to leave. be here.
1: You can do homework. You can read a book, or we can work on you know a script. <laughs> Definitely no,
0: graduated, so it was like we're here doing our work, and that's that. That's right, <laughs> it, isn't it? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we we launched, we officially launched it right after graduation.
1: Yeah, I just meant the laundromat trips even before we started the thing.
0: That's true. It
1: was very cute. It
0: was fun times. <laughs> the dine.
1: We we should we should find a local laundromat, even though we have washer (laughs) dryer in the apartment. Just going out there, I'm good.
0: What are you doing? I don't miss it that much. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like I I miss the crazies, you know. I get to see you guys every single day because you're all nuts. But
0: to be fair, if we uh, there's
1: something so like vulnerable about people in a laundromat, (laughs) like their underwear is right there, so like they can't take themselves that seriously. It's like I I can see your panties, lady. Don't fucking do that. They're brown. Why are they brown?
0: (laughs) If we move, uh, we don't own a washer and dryer though, so we may eventually find ourselves back in a a (laughs) diner, but in Montana. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Montana dining experience. Hopefully
0: not during a pandemic.
1: No, that that would be a dodgy. Right now, super dodgy time to be in a laundromat. You really have to trust the laundromat people. Granted, they work primarily with soap, so it's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah, but that
0: one soap like gave you an allergic reaction that one time. Oh
1: yeah, we used a machine for a whole like two weeks worth of clothes. (laughs) I busted out with like little bumps all over my body. I was like, what the fuck is this?
0: I got somebody's itch. Yeah,
1: somebody gave me body herpes. (laughs) (laughs) I've got full body herpes. (laughs) I itch. I'm inflamed. What part are you, Brett? Your genitals? No, my whole body is inflamed.
0: (laughs) I felt really bad about that because it was didn't... most
1: concerning at the beginning because my underwear was in those loads so at first it was like I think Kristen gave me a herpes but <gasps> <laughs> I was like how did I get on my arm have I been fucking fist fucking her all the way up to the shoulder bone with the doing? <laughs> I
0: do not have herpes thank you very much no I felt bad about it though because um that was after I had moved in with you and um I couldn't, like, it was definitely somebody else who had used it before us, had used a soap that Brett was clearly having a reaction to. And I couldn't offer to be like, well, I can rewash the load to get that off of yeah. it because we didn't own a washer and dryer. So it was like, well,
1: hey. you're kind of screwed
0: until next weekend. Good luck.
1: Next weekend, we'll rewash everything. Until then, you're going to be an itchy bitch. <laughs> you standing in lines just trying to scratch the underside of my testicles. <laughs> I
0: felt bad about that, though. I, was like, I can't fix it, so have fun.
1: <laughs> Yep, It was everything. It was like my belly was all fucking inflamed all the way up my back all the way down my legs even my feet because they're in socks and I already start off with not great feet. I've got like permanent athlete's foot going on with my feet. And we add the element of extra itchiness to athlete's foot. and It's just a nightmare situation.
0: They have been looking better since we moved to Montana. Though. Exactly. All dry. this dry air is killing my lungs, but healing your feet.
1: It's doing, doing me a lot of good. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: slowly killing me. Yeah.
1: But we're 150 fucking episodes in. We've had a lot of fun. It's been all right. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, it's I been talk good. to people all the time that enjoy it. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it's
0: been a learning experience for sure. I and that was the not... point of
1: the show at the beginning
0: am you know? not an audio person, and it's taught me a bit about uh, tinkering with audio, for sure, yeah, which is nice for the movies.
1: Yeah, on the technical side of things, being able to tinker with the audio, I think we've learned a lot about each other and each other's crafts uh, through the show. You know, I get to see things about filmmaking <clears> most <throat> people don't get to see because I live with you, because the state says I have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine, then. <clears throat> No, I I, I I live with you. We talk about it specifically. For, you star
0: in my films. I star in your films. <laughs> I am
1: an actor. Um, we made dog biscuits today. Um, yeah. No. Oh, I, I I don't know. I Are feel you a lot a sentiment. Bro? Yeah. Are you I feel like a sentimental feeling. I'm tr- fucking trying to be such a goddamn. <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> I don't know. I've said it before on the show, probably around episode hundred or you know whatever. But, like, it gives me a chance for, you know, two, three hours a week, sit down, have a direct one-on-one, you know, sometimes-driven conversation about, you know, the (laughs) things that I love. (laughs) Mostly not. Mostly it's all over the place. (laughs) But it's like, you know, as we've said, it's an educational lifestyle show-ish type thing. I don't know. I just do that hang out with my wife and that's my favorite part about semi-forces
0: it. Semi-forces me to research things in an effort to have things to talk about. To
1: continue growing your career. <laughs> yeah. It's a promise to yourself and to a listenership. Gosh, and, shit, I gotta know, talk
0: about something today. Yeah, somewhere
1: in fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you being downloaded on illegal Wi-Fi. We see you, bitch. We see you and we disagree with the politics of your country.
0: But, <laughs> 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 but thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: I was hoping you'd help me out at all here. I'm just floating. No, you're
0: just okay. flowing with your sentiments. All
1: right, well then I'll get off my sentiments. I thought we could have a nice, no, m- gushy no, conversation gushy. about an hour, fucking fifty. <laughs> well, I smell dog food heat up in the I oven. I know
0: it smells so bad. <laughs> I think it's still on my hands too, even though I wash my hands. So I keep, oh, well, it's like flax and oat and carrot <laughs> of <Yeah>. all things. <laughs> it's like. Uh,
1: homemade dog biscuits for the dog
0: yeah it came like in a box with Mm -hmm. like most of the ingredients you needed but you know it was like flour and shit we had to mix together or whatever and um yeah it smells like shit
1: (laughs) we are (laughs) cooking dog food it's terrible because
0: we're good dog parents
1: we are good dog parents
0: no yeah it's been i don't know i don't think i ever would have wanted to have started a podcast like on my own um
1: well, you don't really listen to them outside of the ones that I force on you.
0: No, and <laughs> with that aside, like, I.
1: I listen to, like,. 50 I feel like of I don't
0: them. listen to yeah. them right now because there's so much chaos in general. Like, the job that I have as a day job is so noisy and, like, so busy. Yeah. And then. um... Just we're in the middle of a pandemic, so the whole world is falling and apart. And a lot of
1: the shows are just like, coronavirus. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I think I think just in general, like I like having silence in the other hours of my mm-hmm. life to try to even it out a bit. So even on my drive to work now, I don't listen to the radio anymore. I keep yeah. the radio completely turned off, and I just drive in silence to work because I, I need some level of calm to balance out everything else. So I think if it weren't so chaotic, I would probably listen to them more, but that aside... Um, yeah, it just feels weird and vulnerable and a little pretentious to me mm-hmm. at the same time, like talking into a mic and being like, I have valuable things to say. Yeah. And also I might have weird, awkward moments and they're forever recorded and available to the world on <laughs> yeah, multiple platforms. you can go platforms. back and see how big
1: of a dumbass I sounded you know, <laughs> yeah. when I did this.
0: And sometimes when we're talking about topics that are related to my <clears> field, <throat> I'm like, I am floundering here. Like, I sound real dumb. Yeah
1: but somebody out there needs the information you know we're not plighting ourselves as the best that ever did it it's called mistakes were made it's not designed to be you know some sort of i'm more powerful than you and you need to listen to my opinion pretentious bullshit fuck that i get drunk on here i say shit i don't mean
0: occasionally i have to edit you out (laughs) occasionally you
1: have to edit me out and we talk about what we love about our field where we are Mm. in our field you know like if you were listening to a a comedian tried to do it you could equate it to like we're fucking still in the open mic circuit trying to tell you how to write jokes or some shit yeah
0: yeah but now i I know how
1: to do what i do you know how to do what you do we're learning how to make films together you know we're learning how to be in a relationship with one another we're learning about each other constantly so it's more about like that aspect of things sometimes we might sound like dippy dumbasses and sometimes I'll like flip out.
0: Sound like we're in the middle of an argument on the microphone. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: that's half the fun of it. We don't know what we're doing, so it can't be pretentious.
0: But no, um like I feel like my initial feelings about something like that would be like it seems like both vulnerable and pretentious, but I am I am glad it was a thing that you were into and a thing that I was yeah. like, oh, well, we might as well. You know, I already have a microphone because I had bought a...
1: To me, I just thought it would be hilarious if we popped up a mic and got hammered. That was the, You, that you was tried the... to
0: do that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, last, I'm good. Last
1: night. Yeah. You... <laughs> like, hey, you want to play chess and record a drunken episode while we play
0: yeah. chess? We had our, our weekly steak and wine night and, uh I have been trying to cut back how much I've been drinking. Um,
1: Well, you have, yeah.
0: I'm not succeeding as much as I would like to, though. I still probably have at least two beers uh, pretty much every night. If I had two
1: (laughs) beers every night, I would consider myself sober.
0: (laughs) But I I have. Where's
1: Brett on a Tuesday? Beer number thirteen. Fucking (laughs) passed out on the couch, farting himself (laughs) to (laughs) sleep. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but no, I have scaled back, so the wine hit me a bit harder, and I was feeling pretty and you also uh I noticed drank less of the wine last night. Usually, you drink it yeah. faster than I do, so like you end up having more glasses through the night than I do, and uh you were purposely scaling back and like sipping beer until I would catch up with you, mm-hmm. and then I think we ended up basically evenly splitting the bottle down the middle, so by yeah. the end, I was like I am real drunk <laughs>
1: i'm fucking hammered <laughs> meanwhile i'm like i'm nowhere near as drunk as i am i'm not gonna face plant the table and give kristen some shit to talk about on the show tomorrow i'd
0: have to carry kristen <laughs> yeah you were like let's drunk podcast i was like that's a terrible idea no it's
1: fun you never have to release them like that's the fun part it's just it puts a microphone in the middle of the table the and encourage you to say shit set up the microphone seemed
0: daunting i was not gonna <laughs> actually like, record. i don't
1: have the balance i don't know my left or my right <laughs> lefty tighty i have no fucking idea
0: <laughs> i was like, I have to set this up no that does that does throw me off on the stand that we have you have to turn it counterclockwise to tighten it
1: yeah which is strange
0: yeah so i always try to turn it right and then it's like nope you have to turn it it is lefty tighty yeah it is indeed lefty
1: tighty episode 150 that's the title
0: <laughs> lefty tighty <laughs> but no all that to say
1: it's gonna sound like we finally did a political episode <laughs>
0: lefty tighty All that to say, I am glad that you wanted to do it because it has been fun. And I do um, feel like. You started a production
1: company on the trunk of your car.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did. And moved across the
1: fucking country.
0: I do feel like I've learned a lot. And I I do feel like it's made us closer, for sure. Like, they're not all great episodes they're not but... all <laughs> gold
1: but i like to listen to them from time to time you know like, mainly you know i go to bed i like listening to your voice and sometimes you pass out before i do so i, I put up an old episode uh but they are there are gems in the 150 you know <laughs> where like i'll pick a random one like i don't really remember that i'll make myself giggle with some joke that i said or like i'll i'll learn something you know um from you or you'll make me laugh or i'll learn something from me that i may have forgotten you know I don't know, it's like a fun journaling experiment.
0: It's an archive of our lives. It's an archive of our lives. We should name it that. That's <laughs> 150 archive of our lives.
1: But today's a big day, because Kristen finally got to play with her new camera. Finally. So, so speaking of the production company moving forward, speaking of the podcast moving forward, speaking of us as artists moving forward, how was your... The video this thing shot was fucking next level.
0: So, I don't know if we're officially allowed to talk about this or not, but Brett and I are... That's strange. Not the camera. Oh. Um, Brett and I are... Not the
1: double homicide? No. Okay.
0: That,
1: well, we're
0: never going to talk about that. <laughs> Shh, don't tell me. Um, no, Brett and I are, um, going to be working on a commercial for something. Yeah. I don't know that. There's though.
1: a local company that would like Kristen's expertise. Yeah,
0: so Brett and I are going to be working on a commercial. And I
1: slung in there, and I said, my wife will do that.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll save you a shitload of money. I'll give my wife a job. <laughs> Let me slide in here.
0: So, yeah, we got to." We got to figure that out, uh, pretty soon actually. Yeah. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I need to, I haven't even done a test run with my new camera. I need to pull that out and actually mess with it a little bit. Cause it's, uh, set up very different from my old mm-hmm. one. Like, I mean, the principle of the settings for a camera is still the same, but just all the buttons and all the placements yeah. and all that shit are different. And so I pulled it out today finally and did a test run with it. And, um, Really, really like it. It is going to be, I think, a little bit of an adjustment period because um, the monitor is bigger, which is nice. I can much more clearly see. The monitor see... on the camera? Yeah. yeah. Like the view the viewer finder yeah. for um, me to see what I'm shooting is significantly bigger, so I can much more clearly see what I'm shooting, which is nice. Um, it's like
1: damn near the whole back of the camera, yeah, right? Yeah, Uh Which the... camera is it?
0: It's the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 6K version. Cool. Um, That is a mouthful. Uh, It's BMCC. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, Black. Lives Matter. Blackmagic Pocket BMPCC 6K. Um, But the monitor's affixed to the back of the camera and it takes up, yeah, pretty much the entire back of the camera where my old one had what is called an articulating screen. Mm -hmm. Um, What does that mean? So uh, you can move the screen on the old one that I had. It would literally rotate all the way around. You'd flip it for when
1: we needed to do like a selfie type shot or, you know, we had Uh. to tripod it because I'm not allowed to hold the camera. Or if
0: I was trying to shoot a weird angle, I could angle the monitor up to me so I could see what I was doing. So uh, with this one, it's affixed to the back of the camera. So if I'm trying to get like a low angle, I got to be down on the floor with the camera. Is there an
1: attachment we can buy that would...
0: There are monitors you can buy. Because I
1: still owe you money (laughs) for my half of the camera.
0: That is something I was considering, which is why I wanted to give it a test run first to see how I felt about it. Like buying a, um, a actual monitor to attach to it, because then that would give me the flexibility of yeah. being able to move it again. I wanted to see how I felt about having an affixed one because I've never owned an ca- owned in a camera, owned a camera that didn't have an articulating screen. I've I've mm-hmm. always had that, so I'm used to having it. So I was like, well, let's just see how it handles and how I feel about it. Um, and it does make it a little harder to get weirder angles. So that's a bit of an adjustment um, because it's a um, it'll shoot 4k or 6k. so it's much bigger file sizes. I also have to have a bigger form of storage, um, mm-hmm. bigger and faster form of storage. So I now have a um, mini hard drive that attaches to it whenever I'm shooting. And that's a bit of an adjustment, too, just because it's bulkier and there are, like, cords hanging off and stuff. So I'm like, this is interesting. Does
1: it fit on your old rail?
0: I haven't tried it yet, but it should. Yeah, shoulder rig thing? Yeah, there's no reason why it shouldn't, but I I just did a little test run with the animals while Brett was uh, doing some shopping today. Um, I went clothes shopping, everybody. (laughs) Proud of you. I bought
1: myself two hoodies and a whole beanie. (laughs) Proud of you. First time I've done clothes shopping in a year. And beer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the beer was the...
0: (laughs) That was the rule for buying the clothes. <laughs> if you can just survive the shopping trip, there's beer
1: at the end. It's like I realized all my hoodies had holes in them. But continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, really nice.
0: Um. So yeah, a bit of an adjustment just because it's got features I'm not used to having. I'm not used to having like extra stuff hooked up to it, and the whole thing's inside of a, uh, like a cage that like yeah. lets me attach shit to it. Um, I purposely chose to put a cage on it, but it doesn't necessarily have to have the cage on it. I really like that because it makes it much more like customizable. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: did you build that yourself or did you buy one?
0: I bought the cage. Um, I bought, you bought the whole
1: rig? Where'd you build the rig? That's what I'm asking.
0: Um, the cage came as a piece that I had to put together that attaches to the camera. So the cage was one whole piece. I just had to put it together. And then the, um, Mount that the hard drive sits on was a separate thing that I bought, so technically Mm -hmm. I built it, but I haven't really added that. You built it the way
1: that you would, you know, build a gun. You know, I've got an AR 15, I want to add a scope. Yeah, basically. All right. Um,
0: And you can, there's a lot of different stuff you can buy. You can buy uh, battery mounts that hold extra batteries because this Mm -hmm. camera supposedly. Eats through batteries like a motherfucker. So you that's. You can add a thing. like a
1: boom mic accessory and shit like that. Well, not a
0: boom mic accessory, but um, like I I could add like an accessory to mount a monitor to it mm-hmm. or um, mount a battery pack to it. Uh, I do have a shotgun mic that probably would. That's mount what I was thinking of. It. of yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could probably mount a shotgun mic. I don't personally. Maybe if I was doing, like, a documentary, I would do that. I don't personally like to have my mic uh, affixed to my camera just because you can't get as close mm-hmm. with the mic. Um, and normally, you kind of want your mic right up in there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, all that aside, it is a bit of an adjustment. Uh beautiful footage though. Yeah, no talk nerdy to me. I
1: don't know anything about this. I want to know more about it.
0: So I shot some stuff in the bedroom and we have blackout. Um, they're kind of see-through ish, but like for the most part, blackout curtains on Mm -hmm. the bedroom window and then just one light in the center of the bedroom and that's it. Um, and normally with my old camera, if I had tried to shoot something in there, it would have been way too dark. I would have never had enough light. It never would have worked. um, I took this camera on top of our black comforter and shot some footage of our black cat uh, with no extra <laughs> lights of any kind. and um,
1: It's goddamn yeah. beautiful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Very nice, crisp, clear, good quality You can see
1: individual one. hairs on a black cat sitting on a black comforter. you can see,
0: which I have the depth of field fairly yeah. shallow, but you can see, like, his whiskers in the background, they're a little out of focus. You can see his but... eyes
1: dilate.
0: <laughs> is fucking wild? And my favorite thing is this. Uh, I am not going to try to explain this because I honestly don't really understand the concept well enough to try to explain it, but... Um,
1: how are we not getting a sponsorship out of your camp? We've tried. We've reached out. We're still trying.
0: Um, cameras have a thing called native ISO. The ISO is basically the artificial light that you're having the camera mm-hmm. put in. So the higher you crank it, the more your camera artificially adjusts the light to be uh, brighter. And if you turn yeah. it down, your camera turns the artificial light down. So um, it
1: works like a cornea, like it pulls in. Like light, uh, no, the lens. that's
0: actually the um, aperture. So, aperture that's right. The yeah, opening. you've explained it yeah. to me before. Um, yeah. I don't know to be honest. I, I I have not done enough research on this to explain this. I don't really know how uh, the cranking of the ISO is really yeah. achieved. I just know it's artificial light that the camera's letting in. The higher the ISO, um, the grainier your footage is because your camera can't recognize those settings Mm -hmm. um, after you go past a certain point as clearly. Um, Cameras have a native ISO. I don't know what my old camera was. I think this one is um, 400 and 3,200. Yeah. (laughs) So pretty big range there. Um, And yeah, so my old camera, I would have never gone above ISO 1,000. I would have for sure stopped at 1,000 no matter what setup external lighting to Mm -hmm. achieve the shot otherwise my footage would have been grainy terrible the shot that i took of the cat today the iso was (laughs) 3200
1: is that all the way open
0: uh, no it'll go way higher than that but that's in the range of its native iso Mm -hmm. so if you stay in the range of the cameras native then you get a crisper shot yeah Yeah. the you don't get that grainy quality so um and I again, I don't understand how this works enough to explain it, but
1: it reminds me of the old Rogan joke. Where he's like, if he gave me a hundred thousand years, I'd still never figure out how to put a camera in a phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I legit
0: don't understand it enough to explain it, but there's a native ISO number, and within that um, number, there's a range that you can go through where yeah. you're still in good quality image, and then um, then you kind of have that gray area until you hit the next native ISO where you're not going to get as good quality. So Um, I want to say it caps at like a thousand if you're doing the 400 native ISO. And then, um, when you go up to the higher ISO, there's a range there too. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to try the 3,200 because I know that's one of them. And, uh, yeah, I could actually see Winston against the (laughs) black sheets. Didn't have to set up any lights. And I was like, oh my God, it's so pretty. (laughs) Then you
1: started making noises and he like looks up at you and you can see his pupil like, collapse in and then, like, dilate all the way out and, like, collapse back in as he lays back down.
0: <laughs> he was a bit more... You can, like,
1: see eyelashes on a cat. It's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs>
0: he was a bit more cooperative because I was trying to do the same thing with Jax, and Jacks. like, if you're... Um addressing him in Jax is way. a white dog, and
1: you can see all of the hairs around his eyes. <laughs>
0: Jax, if you're giving him attention on any level, will just get up and come to you and stick his yeah. nose in your face. I was like trying to make noises at Jax, and he just like turn around and get up and walk over. I was like, "Damn it, sit still." She, she wants
1: hugs. I'm good at hugs. Dad has trained me to be really good at hugs.
0: But I am impressed. Yeah, like shooting in a dark room with blackout curtains on. Black sheets, a black cat. Mm-hmm. And you can clearly see that there is a cat laying there. You can see his whiskers. You can see his hairs. I had, like I said, the... You can see the feeling.
1: random dog hairs on the bed yeah. in the wider shots. <laughs>
0: yeah. <And laughs> they I look have... like
1: tiny trees curling
0: <laughs> up. I had the depth of field kind of shallow, so I was like just trying to get a shot of his eyes and like trying to get him to look up at me and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I I tinkered with it for maybe ten... 15 minutes at most in Premiere and barely uh, adjusted the settings. Yeah, it was like
1: the contrast, like you changed the contrast slightly mm. and boom. <laughs> yeah,
0: like looked so good. I'm so excited to actually mess with it for real and do a movie with it because yeah, I, I barely did any correction on it and that's an adjustment for me too, like I'm used to, with my old camera um, you couldn't shoot the same type of files like my old camera you know isn't as fancy as this one is so whenever i would go to edit like there wasn't as much range that i had where i could edit things and if you tried to push or pull the contrast too far the shadows or the highlights or whatever you'd start getting grain uh in the shadows and um (coughs) sorry whenever i would how dare you how dare i
1: in the middle of the coronavirus, (laughs) you're just gonna cough
0: right in your face (laughs) (laughs) let me share my germs. Um, no, like, I would, I would bring it into Premiere, and other than, like, having to kind of correct the white balance, and if I wanted to, like, kind of tint the color a little bit, Mm -hmm. like I was used to with my old camera, it kind of sort of being the finalized image already, and with this one, um, it looks very washed out, and, like, just kind of dull initially when you shoot it, and that's the intention, because you're supposed to then go correct the color balance and the contrast balance and all that yourself. So like whenever I pulled it into Premiere, I was like, man, this is like kind of dull looking and then like just adjusted a few things and I was like, there you are. (laughs) So that's going to be an adjustment, getting used to seeing it kind of dull while I'm shooting it and having to imagine in my mind what it's going to look like. How do
1: you feel about like uh, how it's going to affect your style and stuff? I mean, you already use a lot of close-ups, so really this is going to highlight your favorite types of shots.
0: I think it's going to give me... Um more range for sure because
1: uh Like with what you can do Yeah, yeah.
0: like stylistically, especially since I don't I've...
1: know if you meant like for wide shots. I was no. like, She loves close ups. Well, no, it's gonna give me better <laughs> wide shots. Well, it's like okay, it, well my whole theory about It actually you're...
0: kinda will though. It's a bigger sensor size than my yeah. old camera, so I will be able to get um slightly larger shots than before just because you imagine it's that not...
1: shot from uh, happy birthday of the mountain range with this camera would be fucking yeah, gorgeous it would have
0: probably way better um but yeah i think stylistically since i've been kind of getting into playing with color a bit more like it's a lot easier to fuck with the color um in yeah. this one so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting <laughs> have some fun with it <laughs> excited i'm very excited i yeah i literally wasn't even trying to get anything serious i was just like sitting on the bed with uh winston and Jax. max was hiding somewhere so i couldn't (laughs) get any shots of max but uh yeah like just sitting like handheld holding it and like just kind of drifting focus as i was moving around like i wasn't like let me set up what it does Where, where
1: does it break you know where does it work
0: It got a couple of shots of the candle too, burning. I was like, "Oh, this is fun. Let's Mm -hmm. get a shot of the flame." So yeah, I'm very excited to see what it can do.
1: I'm fucking pumped.
0: We gotta get our next film written though. I know. (laughs) I'm fucking. I
1: I swear to God, guys, it's coming. I promise you, it's coming. It's just it's highly improvisational. It involves
0: after this commercial
1: cooking together. Yeah. It involves cooking together in a household where I cook while Kristen's in the shower so we're not up till fucking 10 o'clock until dinner time. Like, So we really could only do it one night a week and we would have to shoot fucking like a month's worth of Sunday mm-hmm. dinners and our Sunday dinners are typically chicken wings or steak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll get there though. We'll but figure I'm, it out. I'm very excited to do another film with it. Like I, I think our next one's gonna
1: be a good one. Oh yeah, no, we've got a bunch of ideas, and I I I, I don't want to scrap the one that we have because it's I think it's perfect, but it, it's just finding the time for the shoot and me trying to write something that would have to be highly improvisational. So it would be <laughs> like three sentences long. It's like okay, here's the core concept: this happens, this happens, this happens. <laughs> have fun cooking dinner. Is the that's the whole screenplay.
0: <laughs> Are you excited to do the next one?
1: I'm very excited to do it. It's just I don't know how to write it. I've never tried to write anything like this before. You know, I know what I really need to do is, you know, go buy illegal narcotics and then sit behind my computer screen for twelve hours.
0: How dare you? I would never No. no. We never don't, do, we that. Don't do that. Stuff I would me.
1: never do drugs. No. I'm not a drug person.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a drunk. <laughs> i sophisticated um so i don't know yeah i'm excited about it do you want to move on to the next topic do you want to keep going do you have thoughts
0: i i, I feel like i
1: stalled right there yeah, it's like just... oh i definitely don't do drugs <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: um speaking of video i guess we can go ahead and address that um we are discussing maybe um when we get around to doing the deep dives, uh, starting a Patreon and doing videos of those.
1: Because we want to do like deep dive. uh, You guys that listen all the time, you know, but for those of you that are just kind of stumbling upon us, uh, we want to do a deep dive show where we do like three to five episodes on a single movie. It's like we would do Joker. uh, What was the eternal sunshine? We want to do like the classic. Holy fuck films you know like do a three to five maybe a little bit on the history maybe on particular techniques or the writing style have a series based on that and Kristen would love to add a video element
0: well I did a um, film study on cinematography in particular my that's a video essay type thing yeah um Mm -hmm. Uh, my final semester of college and I need to go back and reshoot the stuff that was like me just sitting talking to the camera but it's like mixed shots of like samples of things I've shot samples from movies and then shots of me talking Yeah. Um. and like there's a voiceover on top of even the sample shots from other stuff and I think um, once I go back and like actually finish it it'll look really cool and I think it'd be fun to do something like that for the deep dives, where it's like us kind of talking, um, you know, podcast style with the microphone and into yep. the camera and all that, and then having... we
1: got to get one of those halo lights that make our eyes look really pretty.
0: Ring lights? They're, I like ring lights. <laughs> <laughs> they do make your eyes look really pretty. That is true. I don't care if every YouTuber owns them. I think they are pretty. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be cool to have, uh, like, kind of a setup. It'd be nice, too, if we had separate mics, so we could have, like, a camera on you with yeah. the microphone, and the camera on me with the microphone, and then kind of incorporating clips from whatever we're talking about, about whatever movie. Yeah, that way when
1: we say, you know, hey, here's where they used color contrast, you'd actually be able to see what we're talking about mm -hmm. when we're talking about, like, green versus red versus blue versus, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. gray. Of course, we could do um, an audio-only version for people that aren't really interested in watching the video, but I thought Mm it would be a nice little extra if we are going to do it as a Patreon for people to be able to watch it or just listen to it if they prefer that. So
1: Yeah. It would be like your guest teacher. Like, hey, here's your substitute for your film class today. We're watching Joker and we're gonna talk about it for all of next week. So make sure you watch the movie and please give me five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: spent a lot of time making this for you. Exactly.
1: Guys. <laughs> so I I think it's a good idea. We we could definitely add a video element to it. Moving forward for me, I think I've, I'll finally come up with a drop I've been talking about since, like, episode five. <laughs> for the two, 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 star, 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 two, 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 zay, zay, zay.
0: Kristen's pretty shot drop.
1: And Kristen's pretty shot drop.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so right now I've just got something that sounds like a beat for the game. It's a like doom, doom, gunshot, 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 doom, doom. A little
0: more aggressive. Uh, yeah. We need stabby, squishy knife sounds. Oh,
1: and- <laughs> Chicks screaming.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's that's more our our vibe. <laughs> Slashing people in the shower.
1: <laughs> Can't use that one.
0: No. <laughs> or the circus theme song. That's also apparently our vibe. The circus theme song the needs time. to
1: be the next, and that's definitely for you. So I could definitely do something. That's perfect. Why have you not told me that? <laughs> I walk around the you apartment go. How is that not a drop? I could do that but easy. I creepy creepy just need to get a calliope on GarageBand. You
0: could have creepy clown
1: laughs. I could do that, yeah. yeah. Royalty free site. I'll get creepy clown laughs and fucking doot doot do do, 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 do do, and then slow it down. There you go. There it is. We figured it out. Brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe you ever thought of that. You sing that. All the time.
1: It's too close to me. It's a part of who I am. I am the circus song. I don't know when I started doing that, but I've been doing it easily Literally since my teenage years.
0: Since I've known you, for yeah. sure. <laughs>
1: My favorite song.
0: Brett does that shit to me every morning whenever we wake up. Random
1: song. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever song hits my head. What was it it this morning that I was doing? I don't know. It
0: made no sense, though. (laughs) Like, it's always stuff that has nothing to do with the mood that you're in currently. You'll just (laughs) randomly start whistling, and I'm like,
1: Motorcade!
0: Just be casually scrolling Facebook, and then just start singing something completely different.
1: All right. I guess I'll move on to... But the only other
0: thing I have written <laughs> the dog biscuits have stopped stinking so much and they're actually kind of mildly making me hungry because I'm like it smells like we're cooking something <laughs> it's making me hungry oh
1: god damn it let me <laughs> uh, eat
0: dog biscuits
1: <laughs> talk to the people well, if I'm gonna i got grab nothing to say I'm, I'm gonna
0: grab another beer. things are falling we're apart it's 40 a 40 pandemic How I'm How contemplating eating That's dog up. biscuits I my life is not together <laughs> But I did go back to the gym, so there's that. Is this what dieting is like whenever you're trying to be healthy? You eat flax and oat and carrots?
1: <laughs> we need to get flaxseed biscuits for our fat-ass cat. That's what we need to do.
0: I I I don't think there's a saving, Winston.
1: I think Winston's just going to die of diabetes.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> the rest of them can self-portion like, their meals. Winston will eat... Everything.
1: Yeah, Winston's got no fucking clue. <laughs> He'll
0: eat his own food and then sit and wait and try to eat whatever special treat. Jack's <laughs> gets.
1: This morning, Jack's got steak and eggs, and the cat almost died because he tried to sneak in on that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: gonna get him a kitty treadmill.
1: <laughs> Do they make those? I
0: don't know. I'm gonna get him one.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: I watched a video on Facebook this morning of a 200-pound golden retriever and it's they, journey to weight loss yeah they made it walk uh, on a little treadmill uh, and <laughs> water so it could kind of ease the weight hijacks
1: they couldn't just take it on a walk they had a dog on a treadmill well i think that's out for the owners I,
0: I think no like it it i uh, got rescued so it was like oh uh, okay a rescue so it was like thing, in a so shelter yeah. type t- yeah, situation walking and then like as it got thinner and was able to do more active stuff they'd take it out on hikes and stuff but like it literally had to have a ramp to get up into the back of the car for a while because it was too fat. <laughs> it's like this is so sad it looked like a cartoon it looked like a balloon of... your
1: algorithms are all kinds of confused over there on your Facebook thing you're like <laughs>
0: well, I like videos you're of puppies like
1: a poor body image <laughs> I'm looking at overweight golden retrievers <laughs> <laughs> on, well, lot of my you can do it I can
0: do it we can all do it a lot of my searches lately have been about fitness weight loss and puppies like, yeah. So, uh, yeah I get a lot of recommendations for different fitness brands and then fat dogs <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the uh, the last thing that I really had lined up for today not that it's at all lined up I had three bullet points we made it through 40 fucking minutes before I had to resort to them we're doing a damn good Crushing job it um, you
0: learn some things when you turn 150.
1: Exactly. I got
0: this old ass <laughs> wisdom I got to oh, share.
1: Yeah. Fucking flex on them, bro. come <laughs> off. We don't need Let seasons.
0: Brush your shoulder. No. Off. <laughs> <laughs> we don't.
1: We don't need seasons in this bitch. This is no goddamn wondery project where we make you subscribe to 30 different shows. Fuck that. No, I'm
0: joking. Um, <laughs> Joe Rogan does it all as one season. So yeah,
1: we're never meeting his numbers. He's I'm a just thousand saying though. Some odd episodes Just of saying
0: us. though. It's all one season. So there's a a good job. There's a secret to the success. Good
1: model to follow there. (laughs) Um, But the uh, only other thing that I kind of wanted to tackle, um, and I'm going to read again a section poorly because I meant to do this much earlier in the show. I'm happy that I didn't, but I'm going to get a little tongue twisted. Thank you, Elysian Space Dust. Mm. Mm Mmm. Sips tea. Sips tea. Um, uh, an excerpt from Sam Talent's Running the Light, which I'm still reading. Yes, I'm only 150 pages in. Yes, this is a quote from page 118. Um, there's something about his writing style that, like, slows you down, like, keeps you there, and it, it really works. It's like the, as we talk about these mixtures of long sentences and short sentences <laughs> to kind of flex time. You know purposely slow your reader down, do that type of thing. I thought this was a brilliant example of that, and then I want to talk about um the importance of the small shit that build your world so <coughs> I'm sorry, so running the light is about a washed up stand up comic who's a, like a a road dog you know like <laughs> you know Who has a dumb name he's got a really dumb name his name is Billy Ray Schaefer <laughs> and um he was like famous 20 years ago and now he's a nobody and he's working the old rooms as a Coke addict who's divorced and, you know, lost his kids and went to jail and all of that shit. And he's just a desperate, sad, dying character. He's beautiful, you know, in every way except for his name, which is kind of poetic in and of itself. But in this scene, um, he's in the back of an Uber cab Um, taking a drive, I believe, to Boulder, Colorado, somewhere in Colorado, Denver. I have no fucking idea. And um, anyway, I guess I'll just read it and then we can talk about it. He was having this conversation with the cab driver. They drove on. The driver was aggressive. He used all of the lanes, threading the gaps between the other cars and passing on the right. Once he caught off his semi and the trucker blew his horn, but Billy Ray didn't notice. After so many miles behind the wheel, there was a novelty to the back seat. He stared out the window and smoked as the men on the radio answered calls from exasperated people, long-time listeners, first-time callers, watching Highway 50 sweep past the early winter landscape past the empty fields of frostbit alfalfa and brown acres of indeterminate growth, and the horses in their blankets and blinders and the cattle behind barbed wire fences gather in groupings one hundred head deep to share their body heat against the wind, driving under the begging fast food neon and the green signs detailing the distances to cities and the austere black billboards warning Jesus was coming, repent, repent. The roadway curved to accommodate the footprints of the mountains, the ground rising gradually away from the car until it met the sheer slabs of ever-rising earth. The mountains, tremendous, their peaks frosted with snow that, would melt, that wouldn't melt for months, were too big to see all at once. Billy Ray cataloged their individual aspects and attempted to piece them together in his mind's eye, but he was unable to build the image as the pills coated his brain in a warm shellac of beautiful nothingness. His body felt unattached to itself. Every few miles, road signs warned, beware of falling rock. After the third sign, Billy Ray chuckled to himself. Beware of falling rock, he said. Lots of good that's going to do you, eh? Did you hear about Jeff? No, what happened? He was driving on 25 and a boulder came out of fucking nowhere and crushed his car. What a shame. Mm-hmm. If only he'd read the sign. The tube of fat ringing at the base of the driver's neck wiggled as he laughed. Billy Ray wrote, falling rocks in his moleskin, another day at the office. I
0: like that.
1: And so what I wanted to kind of branch off on that is, like, the <laughs> real world... Oh.
0: hit the spring.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> is the, the importance of, like, keeping a notebook, but more the importance of, you know, keeping note of the now, the tiny details that build your world. Today, the smell of... Dog biscuits cooking in the apartment are going to solidify today as something real. It might be a sign that says, beware falling rock. It might be those weird little cages that we saw in the fields with the white shit in them. (laughs) As we were driving across the country. Or that, you know, tearing through the garden with the U-Haul truck. (laughs) And just being like, fuck it, I'm out of this parking lot. Like the things that define your world in real world and in like the creative does that make sense
0: yeah i th- i think
1: we've talked about it before but it's my favorite part about writing is the the obscure little details
0: <laughs> and i think that's the thing that like i was trying to keep in mind today whenever i was like testing the cameras like instead of getting whole shots just like the way Jax's eyelashes like fluttered whenever he'd look around or like the way Winston's eyes would dilate if I made a noise at him. So, like, sometimes, like, the tiny details of the world that you're in are more interesting than the whole picture. Yeah. You don't need to see the bed. Winston's laying on to get a sense of, like, him being a predator. Like, every time, like, he hears a noise, he goes, Oh, what the fuck is that? The eyes go,
1: I don't trust this world.
0: (laughs) So I, I do think that's interesting for both writing and film because I've seen like scenes and films and stuff before where almost all of it was shot like in close up and you get this weird tension that I don't think you would get mm-hmm. if you were like showing all the details like sometimes you only need to show the stuff that's like close and personal to yeah. the character and you've
1: done it in your own work you did it with brainstorm in your opening shot where we get to see I've got all these books I promise you we were surrounded in books. I'm not making it up and I don't mean it to be pretentious. You picked a row that had like a dumb, like extreme science, you know, like sixth graders, you know, scholarship book that was also on a row with the Bibles and the Alcoholics Anonymous. Like you conveyed so much of the character in that hey, here's the bottom row of his bookshelf. Now you're You're in his house. Now you know, you know, a a small portion of who we're here to talk about today.
0: Yeah. How do you, like, what do you keep in mind when you're doing it for writing? I
1: read a lot of Cormac McCarthy. (laughs) Because he can sum up an entire room with a single image. You know, uh, Sam does a great job in running the light with building history of the character through very small details there's a lot of cocaine in the book so if you're trying to clean up probably not a book for you <laughs> but i can remember i think it's in border crossing but i'm not 100 percent sure it's in it, it, it's in one of the border crossing books um core matt mccarthy notes a like civil war photo that's on the wall and he just describes that. And by the time he's done describing that picture, you understand the difference in the child narrative that he has going and the older fatherly figure that the child is talking to, based on the description of this yellowing picture that's on the wall. So he doesn't need to tell you, and the floor was brown, and the fucking, the paint on the wall was white. You know, unless it really matters, you can just walk in and be like, well, I was in the living room and I saw La Van Gogh. You know,
0: (laughs) when you're out with like your notebook taking notes, do you think you ever take in like the whole room or is it always like the tiny stuff? It's the tiny
1: details. Like, I've tried to explain it to my brother before. It's like you have to learn how to look at a tree and see the vines in one leaf. Like, you need to really key in on the webbing of one thing that is attached to the whole because there's so much chaos. If you tried to explain all of the leaves on the tree, you'd lose your fucking mind. They're floating in the wind. But if you watch one tree or one half of one leaf...
0: (laughs) I did like that about my photography class in uh, college. Like, there were like various challenges we had to do throughout the semester and like some of them were based on light some of them were based on the subject and I I do remember like having to like purposely like go find obscure things and there was like um I can't even remember what the challenge was but there was like one challenge where I was like trying to find specific things to take photos of and one of the chairs that we had sitting on the uh back porch had like cobwebs and a single like dead leaf hanging from the cobwebs mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm just gonna lay down here on the ground <laughs> and take this photo. So like whenever you're kind of forced to think about that stuff more, because I don't know that before I really paid as much attention and like some of the challenges were, yeah, like mm-hmm. the whole tree isn't what matters, it's the leaf on the tree, you know, so it it does kind of change your viewpoint of how much there is to a world when you're paying attention to the tiny elements of the world. Well, I think
1: everybody is just paying attention to tiny elements, you know, like the things that you see in the world are not the things that I see. The people you interact with are not the people that I interact with. And so like grounding your fictional world is to give the audience, the narrator's perspective, you know? So if he makes a cab driver laugh over the sign that says falling rock, he's, invited you in to that perspective to like giggle along with the cab driver and at the same time be like, ah, oh, easy joke, let me just write this in my moleskin and, you know, roll forward. I
0: like that. That's, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I've really quite mastered it. No, no, film. there's
1: no masters.
0: <laughs> well, I, I I think I have to, I'm still at a point where I have to purposely be like, we're not... Like if I was shooting a shot of you, I don't necessarily need to see all of you. So like for the most part, all of the test shots I did this morning were like close-ups of random things, like the animal's eyes or Jax's paw or whatever. And like I or saw the candle did. flame. Yeah. yeah, and like you couldn't see the whole candle; it was literally just like the top half of the glass jar that it's in, mm-hmm. and like the flames. So like I have to like consciously be like how can I make this interesting without showing the whole thing? Yeah, and that was
1: one of the most beneficial, and i bring him up all the goddamn time I would eventually like to have him on, but it was one of the most beneficial lessons I learned from Arroyo was that on occasion he'd be like, go downstairs, sit down on the sidewalk, and write what happens in front of you. Don't narrate. You're not allowed to add a character to the situation. Write what is happening. And so you'd look up and you'd see a guy riding his bicycle and you'd have to write what he looked like, what he was riding past, and then he was gone. So now you're moving forward. And you'd do that for 15 minutes, half an hour. And you'd have all these weird snapshots without ever physically moving from the space you were in. Your job was to sit there in silence and write what is happening. And then you would take those in and you would build a story out of the elements and the technical People/slash characters that you saw from your sitting position. Okay, now we have a full picture of a half hour in a space that you were actually involved in. What were they doing? Give them meaning (laughs) for their movement. Don't, now you can add the narrative. Go home and write that story.
0: We had to do that for my photography class too, but it was specifically the lighting. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, I hated that word. Is that the
1: the the dawn and dusk? Ooh, pop. That was
0: um, no, like the photos I took of Jax at like the crack of dawn were just part of a um, photo project I had to do. But he had us. That like... sounds
1: like an art museum that you're running right there. <laughs> photos of Jacks at crack of dawn. <laughs>
0: um, but no, we had to like write. Come to my write... gallery. <laughs> we had to write like actual little short journal entries um you had to go sit in a location you couldn't move from the location you had to sit there for i think it was 15 minutes and you had to write for the 15 minutes how the light had changed over the course of the 15 minutes and you were only allowed to do um sunset or sunrise like so many times you could only do indoors so many times versus outdoors and like obviously if you're doing indoors and there's not windows the light's not going to change um but like The actual watching the light change for 15 minutes was so fucking boring. I'm like, I get in the space of 15 minutes, the light could change a lot. Yeah, especially (laughs) like
1: noon to like noon 15, you're going to see shadows start to drift in a different direction. You were
0: supposed to watch like every tedious thing, like if a cloud drifted over the sun in five minutes, you had to write that down. And it was just like a log of all the changes the light had made through 15 minutes. I was just like, this is so... It's like watching... Watching Water paint oil. dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so boring. I hated that. Like, I, I get the point of it, but I hated it. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I did. Yours I, sounds
0: like more fun. Let's well, I, I didn't
1: enjoy it in the morning, but like, or I didn't enjoy it in the moment. Where did I get morning from? Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it in the moment the first time. But he didn't give us any reason, and it just felt like, oh, Arroyo's hungover. Of course we're not going to, you know, get to work. He needs an extra 15 minutes. I don't know if he's doing coke in the bathroom. I don't know his <laughs> lifestyle. You know?
0: He's like, <laughs> just get out of my hair for 15 he's minutes. He's like, just give me an time.
1: extra cup of coffee. I'm going to go jerk off.
0: Biscuits <laughs> have so got it. Oh, I've got the- it. Oh. <laughs> There's shit growing out of your ear. Um, we got to get you some proper headphones. That's probably what we should do with the leftover camera. Today,
1: but I don't
0: know what I'd be we should probably do that with the leftover camera money, buy you some proper podcast headphones because they're just nice oh. and they're comfy. But
1: yeah. I didn't like it the first time that we sat down to do it because he didn't tell us, you know, he didn't give us a slightest fucking clue why we were doing it and you never had to use those notes, but you always had those notes. So we'd be like, okay, well, if you can't come up with something to write about this week, I just gave you 15 minutes of writing time. Uh, I hope you look in there and something inspires a story. (laughs) Use it as an opening. I want one of these things in here to be the opening line to the next piece you turn in. You would turn in a piece like every week.
0: We should do that. We should go. Sit. Yeah, it's probably harder to do in a pandemic though
1: nobody's moving no it's part of the reason why i wanted to move to montana is the silence of it all you know it's how i found the little gravestone thing that we had to do that really 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 long shoot to get the really quick oh yeah put the plastic baby doll down
0: looks sketch as fuck doing it Mm too we should we should felt
1: like i was planting a fucking explosive device on the side of the street
0: we should have done a study of the obnoxious people at the buddha place that would have been the
1: move i wonder if we could get permissions to shoot at the buddha place
0: uh ask for forgiveness that's the way i go like why do you want
1: to do this and it would be like no 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 there is no you there is only i
0: there's we there's
1: no i namaste the blight in me sees the blight
0: in you As Mishka says. (laughs) (laughs) We should probably hop off, though, and get the biscuits out and uh, make wings and rings, because...
1: I'm losing you fast. Yeah,
0: I'm hungry. All
1: right. Episode 150, going out with a bang. All right. You can find us over at YouTube.com slash Kristen Bloom. You see all the stuff she did beforehand. See a lot of her studio, not studio, Studio. student work and such. And then you can see how she developed. If you go on to YouTube.com slash.
0: I'm your box productions.
1: You can see. The dolls. You can see Happy Birthday. You can see Brainstorm. <laughs> and, and eventually, when I get around to writing it, you'll be able to see the next thing that I'm really fucking excited um, about. The new but fancy camera. I don't have any ideas as to how to make it happen. Um, you can also go to Instagram and see us on the grams at...
0: At Nightmare Box Productions.
1: Or our inactive Twitter.
0: At Nightmare Box Pro.
1: Or you can swing on over to our... Sometimes active, a lot more active than Twitter. Facebook page at
0: facebook.com/slash-nightmareboxproduction.
1: But the easiest way to get a hold of us, as always, is going to be our email at,
0: Nightmareboxproductions at gmail If
1: there's something you want us to talk about, if you have questions, we'll fucking figure it out. We'll yeah, write us. We want to talk to you. Um, and also, uh, you can buy the Madman Diaries, a collection. Bye. Yours truly brett bloom uh you could technically buy it on amazon and barnes and noble but you're paying a lot for not a big book. so if you send me ten dollars we'll figure out how we're gonna commit it because um paypal still not a fan of me um
0: you also haven't tried to fix it. Though. I haven't tried to fix it in <laughs> so months. I, I tried Tried to fix I tried it. a
1: couple of times and I was just like, "I this is too complicated. I have no fucking <laughs> idea what I'm doing here. Um, but once I figure out the PayPal, that'll be the plug that I'll give you guys. But um, for right now, if you send us an email, we'll figure out how to financially do it. I'll probably give up and send you a free book. Venmo? no. Some money? Yeah, we set up a Venmo. We can do yeah. that. You okay? Yeah,
0: my legs hurt.
1: you like just sitting there rubbing my your legs. My legs
0: hurt. Do my we
1: have any more plugs hurt. below? The
0: website. The website. <laughs> uh, the NightmareBox.blog.
1: Where you can see the dolls. You can see Happy Birthday. Most importantly, you can see Brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> and you can read the scripts for those. Um You'll read a couple of stories involving uh, a short story that one of my porn friends read that I still have not reached out to to see if I can give you his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can go over there. You can read a bunch of stories. You can see a bunch of videos. You can see behind-the-scenes pictures. You can watch me go, Hah! and it'll be fun. Yeah. Do we get any of them? You got all of
0: them.
1: Do we get any of them?
0: You got all of them.
1: Any of them? All of all? them. We got all of them? All of them. Holy mother of shit. That's a lot of plugs.
0: Sometimes it would be that
1: way. Sometimes it would be that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, sweetheart. I'm gonna go cook dinner for my wife because she's just sitting there rubbing I'm hungry, her legs. hungry
0: and my legs hurt.
1: <laughs> and then we're gonna watch a movie. We don't know what movie. Uh, probably just the Peaky, because I've uh, finally convinced her to come back to Peaky Blinders. But, but
0: we gotta
1: watch a two star. Then we'll do a two star. I love you, sweetheart. Love you. And I love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Mmm. Bop.
0: Bop, bop, Do it after that. Mmm. Bop, bop,
1: bop. Oh, shit. Oh, I <laughs>